Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Bees Knees Podcast. We're your hosts, Ben and Brittany, and if you haven't already, please download this episode. And make sure to check out the link in the description where you can find links to our Instagram and other socials. Happy listening! We like talking about movies and TV, or TV and movies, cause we're the Bees Knees, oh yeah! Now that we're both 30, <laughs> in our 30s, um, and we are definitively adults now. We have done <laughs> the mature thing and we're doing some self-work. We're in therapy. Mm. Yeah, we are. And, uh, you know, it's nice. I don't know why we waited this long. We both have so many issues. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, why, do, like, why didn't we do this sooner? I feel like... One, it's not the most accessible thing. Yeah, I mean, there there definitively is a cost to it. Yeah, so there's that. But I just, I like that we are working on ourselves, working on the healing. I think going back to school really reinforced a lot of the problems that I've just been putting on the back burner. I've been allowed to ignore them because I could just focus my attention elsewhere and not on myself. Yeah. And then just the high stress of school has been like, hey, remember you still have these problems. Wait, so you are telling me (laughs) that from the moment you wake up to the moment you fall asleep doing work, 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 then you get to work, 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 work. Mm-hmm is not good for your mental health no it's not and like if you already struggle in that area it just like really heightens those (laughs) those symptoms so i and and the reason i'm bringing it up is because it's like normally we take this time and we're talking about like hey this is some fun stuff that we've been experiencing this is like a really funny story or this like encounter that we had but all I have to say is that we're just being adults and going into therapy and recognizing that we are we are flawed human beings and we're it's okay to work on yourself. Yeah, and the only thing that I'll say is I wish that I could uh talk to my therapist more. Yeah. I saw I saw TikTok and I think he was joking, but he's just like, You wanna know how I'm doing? I'm doing great. I see my therapist twice a week. I get six coffees a day, don't eat breakfast, I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, and it's like, man, I wish I could see my, or talk to my therapist. It's like, you're living my dream life. (laughs) A ton of coffee, a ton of therapy. I feel like the coffee wouldn't help the issues that we're trying to fix, though. (laughs) Be like, you struggle with anxiety or like ADHD, let's just pump you full of caffeine. It's just yeah. going to heighten those things. <laughs> well, I mean... Oh, I ca- guess for ADHD, Caffeine hits yeah, me differently. You get so mellow. So I just, I just like the taste of it. See, it's just got some good, good tasties. I get so just like extra anxious if I have too much coffee. I can have a coffee. And if I space it out enough, I can have more than one. But I get like jittery and like breathing fast and like heart is going and I just start to be like overly aware of everything I'm doing and and then it just freaks me out so I think if I have one coffee in the morning and then maybe one in the late morning that's good if I'm going to treat myself I might have one in the afternoon and but that's it three three is max definitely whenever we go where there is one we take our basic asses to Starbucks yeah 
whether it is at 10 in the morning or five in the afternoon like there have been times that we've been pulling up in the drive-thru at 10 o'clock at night yeah and it's just like i know you're about to close but but we're and i'm not getting that decaf it's saturday i'm staying up till two (laughs) i recently found their strawberry oat matcha latte Mm. and then the other day i got one of those without ice so it's just a giant cup of milky matcha strawberries yeah oh man it was so good i know that you are not a matcha person yeah you're not matcha matcha person i'm not that was supposed to be i got it okay good yeah okay good um but i cannot get enough of it because i feel like every once in a while you find a thing where it's just like oh i could definitively sit here and either snack on it forever or whatever but this drink i if i had a constant supply to just sip all day i would and i think the only thing that i can think of that is like that when i was in high school i used to come home from school for like lunches or just right after school for a snacky poo and i would get those little like taco bites Mm, yeah and it's just like a fairly gross in theory little like baked taco thing yeah and the amount of times that I would be like, where are the taco bites? And my mom was just like, you ate them all. We got <laughs> them yesterday and you ate them all. And I'm just like, okay, so when are we getting more taco bites? Because I, I could go for some taco bites right now. See, I don't think there's anything that I like that much. I feel like I'm one of those people that gets bored really quickly with food. So I need to be changing things up. I need variety. Like the idea of having the same thing like every day, I couldn't do, which is why I feel like with diet culture, that was never going to work with me (laughs) because it's like, there's no way you're going to catch me eating the same thing for dinner every single day. I do not care. I think that I could do it. Um, Maybe like one meal for a week and then the next week is a different meal. Yeah, no, not even that. Like I would... I would just stray so much. And it's just like, honestly, I love food so much that it's not worth it. I don't care. If that was the only way that you could have like your dream body was to only eat like one meal and that was it, not worth it. Don't care. (laughs) I'm eating food because food is delicious. There's so many good ways to have good food. And that's the thing. There's so much variety. It's just like... You get a box of basmati rice. Oh, God, I love basmati rice. The amount of dishes that are completely unique that you could make with just this simple base ingredient. Honestly, basmati rice and jasmine rice. More like best mati rice. They're so good. Like, why have just regular rice when there's those options? Does regular rice have a name? I don't know. Or is it just rice? I feel like it. it's just five minute rice <laughs> that's it it's five minute i don't know oh you know another thing that i could just sit there and constantly eat although my body my mouth and everything about me would hate me mm. candy corn ew no see like if i have like one or two even that i'm just like i'm regretting my decisions right now if i pop a candy corn every like three or four minutes 
just a single candy corn. Chew it, chew it, chew it. Let the the taste simmer. Let the sugars dissolve. It's just wax. Drink a glass of water. Listen, candy corn is more than wax. It ha- it leaves a waxy texture in your mouth. I don't want to hear the candy corn slander. Um, like I don't hate it as much as some people hate it, but it's like I'm at a point in my life where it's like there are way more options that are just better than that. So it's like if I'm going to have a candy and I'm going to really enjoy it, that ain't it. That's not what I'm picking. And like I agree. There are better candies and I don't know what it is about it. That I could just sit and eat an entire thing of candy corn. Do you want to know something that I actually am always down for? Is charcuterie. Ooh, you like a little charcuterie? I do. And like, I don't know. I just love cheese and meat so much. Mm. And then it's been so long since I've had a good rice cracker. And last week, my friend was just so lovely. And she put together this amazing spread for my birthday. And uh, so I had a variety of meats. I had a variety of cheeses and rice crackers because she can't have gluten. So I was like, whatever, I'm down for some rice crackers. That's great. And it was the first time in a long time. I don't remember the last time I had a rice cracker, but it's like they're so good. That's another thing that takes me back because when I was in high school, I used to get those rice cracker like sleeves where it has like the four different rows of rice crackers. And they have just plain ones or like cheddar dusted ones. Yeah. But they, I don't know if they still have them, but they used to have seaweed ones. Mm. And they were. I haven't seen those for a long time. They were so good. Yeah. I would sit and eat. They're so salty and like. Honestly. I don't know. Is this umami that I'm tasting? Like. I don't know. Whatever it is. The seaweed, the, the rice cracker. Yeah. The saltiness. Like. Chef's kiss, best snack. Honestly, there's that like, it's kind of like a like a party mix, trail mix type thing, but it's like an oriental mix and it has those in it and like their little puffs and it's got yeah. little flecks of seaweed in it and it's got like the wasabi have, peas. Ha- yeah, and they have that like kind of like a soy, sesame. There's a lot of sesame based like crackers and stuff in yeah. it and it's so good. I love it so much, but... Yeah, I don't know. Somehow we ended up being a food podcast for <laughs> for a moment. That's how unhinged we are. We're one minute we're talking about therapy, next minute we're on to food. This I don't is know. why we need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is our brain? It's just chaos. <laughs> um, so this week we watched some like specific movies. Yeah, because it started out. I guess a couple months ago, probably, you suggested a movie to me. And I was just like, nah, I don't remember this. Then I later on suggested this movie. I have been pitching this movie for quite some time. And I don't remember any of those being pitched to me until then. I was like, hey, what about this movie? And you're like, I've been Are you kidding me? (laughs) I have been pitching Fall for since it came available to me yeah which i saw bits of it on on tiktok and that's what i was like oh this seems interesting and then i was like hey do you want to watch this and you're like the fuck is your <laughs> the, problem those tiktok videos where there's just the generic voice 
The girl climbs the ladder, and then she is up at the top with her friend. The shoe gets thrown down at a passing stranger. I actually don't think that this one, it was an actual clip of the movie. Oh, it wasn't a person talking. There's, there's a clip, but then there's just like a. I know a voiceover talking about what's happening in the movie. So specifically, like there's described visuals for you know, like vision impaired people. Yeah. And this is like the next step. Yeah. It wasn't one of those. It was just a normal <laughs> video. But anyway, it ended up us watching this movie. And then I was like, you know, this reminds me of a movie that I watched like years ago when I was a teenager. And it was kind of the same premise where like these people get stuck and there is a predator of some kind that is an obstacle. And how are they going to get out of this situation? And that one was called Frozen. Way different. <laughs> Into the unknown. <laughs> Not that Frozen. Um, this one, three teenagers are stuck on a ski lift for a couple days and uh how are they going to get out of it it's a big drop like what's going to happen there's wolves i don't know so it reminded me of that and i you hadn't seen it so i'm like well we should watch that one too and we'll just kind of compare it and yeah then we did but then we were like let's watch more stuck in a place gotta get out of the place how do we get out of the place there's a thing that is hurting us in the place yeah we need to get out of this place yeah movies so we we were looking at them and you're like oh i saw another one on tiktok about a yacht and then they can't get back into the yacht yeah and it's called like open waters to adrift and we watched maybe five minutes of this movie because mm -hmm. it was so bad it was horrible like i didn't understand the relationships at all it didn't seem like anyone had chemistry with anybody the writing was just really bad oh the writing was bad one guy was just like a straight up sex pest <laughs> there was a married couple and they were so awkward and then there was like a another couple but i think the dude was into the sex pest dude you uh, think the dude was i thought the dude was into i kind of got the vibe of it See, I kind of got the vibe that maybe he used to be the cool sex pest one that everybody wanted to be with. But now this other guy was living his best life and he was like, damn, that could have been me. But also, I feel like he had the hots for the wife. Like, the other lady. I don't know. That's, I would, those were just, that's what I was picking up. I was like, those two used to fuck. And then we didn't even <laughs> we didn't even get far enough into it to determine if that was true or not. No. Because we, I was like, I can't. I can't. These people are so cringy and awful. And it had like, what, like a five point something? Yeah. And the fact that it got over like three. Yes. Is baffling to me. Because, yeah, it was cringy. We didn't even get to the we're stuck. Got to get out. How do we get out? Yeah. Oh, no, there's a thing. Right. Part of the movie. Because the part that I saw on TikTok, they were already in the water. So like, which also I kind of am curious to know how they got that far because the one who was married, the girl who was married, she was afraid of water and it kept like showing some sort of flashbacks, but not enough to really understand yeah. what her deal with the water was. But she was afraid of the water. She was called out for wearing a life jacket on the yacht as if that was like the most bizarre thing to do. Like it's not something that you're instructed to do when uh, you're on a boat. Why are you wearing a life jacket <laughs> on a boat? 
What a weird concept. You're such an idiot wearing a life jacket <laughs> on a boat. So we never got that far. But anyway, from what I saw on TikTok, the one of the douchey guys, yeah. I don't know if it was like the one we're describing as the sex pest or the one that <laughs> looks like he wants to be the sex pest. One of them tosses the girls into the water and then jumps in after. But throughout all of this, chaos of like we're going in the water whether you want to or not ha 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 i'm a douche um they forget to put the ladder down so they can't get back into the yacht because there's no ladder and it's a smooth yacht surface nothing to grab onto so like how are you getting back in and And then throw on the there's a baby yes the the married couple has a baby sleeping on the boat so it's like there's the urgency of like i have to get back to the baby what's going to happen to the baby if we don't get back in we're going to die out here i don't know but that's what kind of caught my interest when i saw it i didn't know that there was a woman who was petrified of the water so it's like someone just blatantly disregarded this girl's phobia and like trauma to water and just threw her into the ocean like what the fuck yeah it doesn't it isn't great and then when we were just like this movie is so fucking awful Mm -hmm. we we bailed on it like yeah almost immediately we were we both collectively were like this is shit i don't know if i can watch the whole thing yeah me neither okay what's next you were just like this is awful i can't watch it i was like i am already stopping the cast (laughs) and getting to a different movie and then we went over to the the one with Blake Lively. Oh no, I'm stuck on a rock. There's a Gotta shark. Gotta get off the rock. Oh, there's a shark. Yeah. How do I get past the shark and off the rock? Right. And that's the shallows. Mm-hmm. And so we had this like in theory four, but really three that we actually watched. I'm stuck. Gotta get out. What do I do? Ah, there's a thing. Yeah. Movies. And which of them is your favorite of the the bunch? Honestly, I think that The Shallows almost doesn't belong into it. I don't feel like there was enough to compare it to the other two. Like, as far as the story progression and all of that goes, the other two had a lot more in common. And I feel like they're just more fair competitors. Okay. And I feel like because of the age too of Frozen compared uh-huh. to The Fall. Yeah. Um it's also at a disadvantage just because when things get old it just the writing isn't as good. Like they didn't care that much about it. It was just like let's see what we can do with this concept yeah. and then throw it out there. But I think I think I did like The Shallows the best because I don't know. It's sharks and sharks are cool. You just like the slow motion shots of Blake Lively zipping up her wetsuit. Honestly, those were so (laughs) funny. I was like, why did they want to just like channel Baywatch with this? That's what I was getting. She was doing some like slow-mo running into the water too. And like, it was just really weird. Those were the part. Those were the only parts in the movie that I was like, what? Why? How does this? How does this help the story at all? It doesn't. Blake Lively is an attractive woman. Yes. When you have an attractive woman lead and it is in a surfing movie. It's not a surfing movie. She just 
She was did a, surf. She, she was surfing at that point. At that point, it was a surfing movie. Okay. So it's like, what do you do? You you romanticize this beach and this, you know, you, you make it sexy. I guess. I just, I like a shark movie. I like a shark movie that can be somewhat believable. Like, I... I'm not one that was out here for Sharknado, okay? But, like, I like a good, like, Jaws movie or something like this where it's, like, there's a shark that's attacking you. And even though I've watched enough shark documentaries to know that this shark would not be pursuing her this aggressively. Yeah, there was absolutely nothing about how this shark behaved that was grounded in reality. Yeah. But, like... But, like, you could still get that it was just... Like an overly dramatic thing of something that could technically, yeah. in theory, happen. Yeah, maybe. you kind of like release your grasp on reality to appreciate the story of it. Right. Which I feel like I could. And I feel like it allowed for a lot more opportunity. And that's why I feel like it can't, it's not fair to compare it to the other two because the other two were very limited in what they could do in a scene. Yeah. Whereas. Even though she was kind of stuck to a rock, she still had a lot more attempts to get out of off the yeah. rock, which allowed for more action yeah, where the other the two couldn't because it's Fall, like it was restricted to like a five foot circle. Yeah. Uh, Frozen was on a chairlift. Yeah. That's a three person wide seat. Yeah. That's it. And a wire. But really, it wasn't anything. Yeah. More than that. This, she had the whole ocean. Mm -hmm. Like, she swam from one rock to the other. There was a whale. She went to the buoy. She went through this. The, like, she had, like, And there were other people, too. Yeah. In in the other two movies, there weren't really other people that they could be like, hey, come help me or yell to. So you had that kind of up and down with your emotions more in the shallow because... there were moments where it's like, okay, she's gonna get help, but we know that the shark's there. So it's more suspenseful because it's like, you know that this is gonna end badly. And so it's like the excitement gets up again and then it yeah. drops and then it gets up again. Whereas the other two, you're kind of, you you are stuck and you're watching this scene play out. And I feel like even though they were only 90 minutes, they felt longer because there was there was that limitation in your scenery and there is limitation in how yeah. the story could progress. Yeah, and it's because... All of the story was dialogue. Yes. And not the 10 minutes of Blake Lively zipping up her wetsuit and like running romantically through the water. Yeah, in the water. Or like the cool surfing montages. Yeah. It was, we are sitting here. There's nothing to look at but us. Yeah. And. So yeah, my favorite out of these three, um, like I do agree that Fall and Frozen are definitely more comparable. Mm-hmm. But I I think Fall is my favorite of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because in these movies where it's like here is this outlandish scenario that like probably will never happen to anybody. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe being shocked. None of these things are ever going to happen. <laughs> so getting to the crazy wild scenario 
fall seemed a little more believable had more purpose to it i guess because mm. in fall it starts with three people climbing the side of a mountain girl and then girl and her husband husband falls and dies yeah cut to a year later she is still traumatized from the fall and other girl says hey it's almost been a year Let's climb to the top of this tower because I got to do a crazy thing for my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. But also we can spread the ashes doing a thing that he loved doing and you can conquer your fear. And it like it, it had this fucked up like therapeutic thing about it. See, do you remember last summer we went for a hike and we hiked up this thing and then by the end of the hike we were at the top of this like crazy high outlook thing. Yep. And... I don't understand because in theory someone could climb that whatever it's called like the cliff edge that we were on. Yep. Why not do something more safe like that? Like considering the trauma and like I get that he loved to climb but that's how he died and that's how I watched him die. So maybe I could just go to a different height and throw the ashes off. in, In theory if this tower had have been structurally sound. Mm hmm it would have been the safer version of that climb because they had ladders the whole way. Yeah. They were just climbing up a very long ladder. So in theory, for her thrill-seeker type, yeah, it was that, I think. Now, I don't know if I would ever... I mean, I, I would never do that. I think I could maybe climb like... A hundred feet. There up? are also other structurally sound things that aren't like ancient. Like that thing seemed to be not serviced in many, many years. Many, 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 many years. And I'm sure they could have found a tower <laughs> to climb that wasn't creaky and rickety and like rusty. Yes, and <laughs> but, but then we wouldn't have this movie. And I also liked Fall because of the twist at the end. Mm-hmm. And I like I guess like spoiler if you haven't seen anything more than the trailer and stuff for it. But at the end of the movie, there is a scene where they have to one of them climbs down on a rope to get a backpack. Mm-hmm. Then like cl- jumps up is not clipped on, climbs up the rope, but then slips and catches on like catches onto the backpack that is on the bottom of the rope. And it's like, okay, now pull me up. I've really fucked up my hands. Right. Then we have the rest of the movie where she's sitting there like, oh, my hands are so hurt. I can't do anything. You need to do this thing. No, you do this thing. Now you do this thing. Turns out she didn't catch onto the backpack. She died right there. Yeah. And the other girl was just like, her trauma kicked in. Is like, nope, that didn't happen. Yeah, you can't handle this right now. <laughs> and I, I liked that. It was... It felt more of a thriller and like a suspense movie. Yeah. Rather than just, I'm stuck. How do I get off? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess it would have that psychological aspect of like, oh shit, she actually died and like mind fuckery. Yeah. Um, Which, I mean, I always like one of those too. I just, I don't know. I guess it's because climbing is just something to me i would just i would never do it 
Like I would never free climb. I would go to a safe, controlled environment and rock climb with those like artificial rocks and you are harnessed in and... If you fall, you fall like two feet and then you're yeah. just sitting and there. And then you're just sitting there and they lower you down and it's actually quite relaxing. And you get to just bounce off yeah, the wall. Yeah, bouncing off the wall is is fun. So it's like that's what that's what I would do. The idea of just like let's climb this cliff. No, thank you. <laughs> like I don't even, I can't understand the people that do that for fun. Like I just, I feel like there's only one way to come out of that and that is like really high chance of death. Yeah, I feel like most places that people climb have like a guideline at the top mm-hmm. so that they are fastened in. So if they fall, they don't die. Yeah. But then there's like the insane thrill seekers who do that. And I feel like the statistics where it's just like, oh, somebody fell climbing. You're, Probably you're high. being stupid. Yeah. So I think that when I go into something like this in my head, whether it's true or not, I just think they're going to die. There's no two ways about it. No if, ands, or buts. <laughs> they're going to die. So I go into the movie thinking like, well, guess how, they're dying. How are we going to watch these people die? Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, someone's going to fall. And that does scare the shit out of me because I'm not one that like really enjoys heights. Um, So I'm just like the idea of falling. And I've had so many of those nightmares where you wake up as you're falling and you do that weird like jolt into the bed and you're just like, the fuck is going on? See, I watching a movie, I could watch somebody fall. But in Frozen, there was a scene where the first guy jumps off of the ski lift. He's like, I'm going to jump off and I'm going to go down the mountain and save us. Mm -hmm. And it cuts to a first person view of just legs straight out and it's just like i see how badly this is going to end yeah and then they add the sound of yeah and the mixture between the first person the position of the legs which it's like if you're jumping off of a ski lift and you're like 25 30 feet up yeah and you straight leg it down into the ground (laughs) yeah you're a fucking idiot yeah so it's just like there's no way that guy would do that. He would try to brace the fall. So it's like that That got me uncomfortable. But the first person mixed with that, mixed with the sound, mixed with the bones coming out. Yeah. I was like my stomach dropped as he was falling in that. Yeah. So watching somebody fall, fine. Like pseudo being that person falling mm-hmm. through the perspective, no way. See, and that's why I'm kind of I'm kind of down the middle for which of those two movies I like better because like I said, fall to me just seems like you're signing up to watch these people fall and die. And like I get that they added the psychological aspect to it and they added the the like she didn't just die, she fought a vulture which was super unrealistic to watch too. Yeah. Um <laughs> anyway, I had a big problem with that part, but I'm all, I'm not going to get into that right now. Um, but the other one, it's like, okay, like you could be on a ski lift and then what would you do if you got stuck in a ski lift? Like that was something that actually had me thinking like, how would I have done this differently? What would I have actually done to get out of this situation? Yeah. So it's funny because when we watch this type of movie, my anxiety does not let me deal with the suspense. So I go through and I read things and I spoil the movie for myself mm-hmm. because for me, it's it's not about how it ends. It's about the journey we take to get there. Yeah. 
So I, I see all these things. I see how it happens. Um, and I also look up the goofs and stuff. And it's like, these are factual errors. Yeah. So this ski resort is only open Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it's closed through the week. And they were the last ride up on sa- Sunday. Yeah. And it wasn't going to be open again until Friday. And it's freezing cold. They're going to freeze to death. Well, in reality, when ski resorts are closed, that's because they have preventative measures, like preventative maintenance, sorry, for these ski lifts. Mm-hmm. And they have people coming to check the snow and make sure everything is safe. At the end of every shift, they have people ride up on snowmobiles under the ski lifts to make sure no one got left behind. Yeah, so I it's just get like, that. So it's like, I see all these things. And it's just like, what would I do if I were in this situation? Well, I'd probably just sit there because see, I, I, I just, I disagree with you. Because I get that there's all those measures and stuff, but the way that the movie was set up clearly showed that the employees didn't give a fuck. They wanted to go home because a storm was coming and it was the end of the weekend that they had just all worked and they wanted to just get the F out of there. They were all like younger, like young adults that just didn't give a shit. So it's like, yeah, I get that like the owner of the resort would be like, there are these preventative measures put in place. You need to follow them. Like, this is a liability. You need to like, I don't want to get sued. All this stuff. They're just workers. They don't give a fuck. So it's like it's set it up to make you think that they're just like, okay, we're done. I think I saw the people come down. I'm pretty sure there's no one there. I'm going to sign off that, you know, it's clear. We're good to go. Let's get out of here. Then a storm is coming. So, yeah, there maybe should have been people coming to check over all the trails and stuff of the of the mountain. But because of the storm, people didn't get out as fast. So it's like there were all these things. It's like, sure, under normal circumstances, that may be the case. Also, until you told me that, I didn't know that. So if I thought that the ski resort was closed until Friday, I wouldn't think, oh, well, they're going to come and make sure that the trails are good. I would think maybe they would do that on Thursday. I would still think that from Sunday night to Thursday, I'd be stuck here. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess like I say that like, I just sit and wait because somebody's going to come. But I'm also, I feel like the fact of you just sitting in one spot for hours and hours and days. Freezing. Freezing would get to you. You'd you'd start to panic and not think rationally. Exactly. Because I think what started to happen is they started to freak out Mm -hmm. and they're just like the intrusive thought of they're not coming back till Friday. Even if you know it's not true, you think, but what if? Yeah. And then we're stuck here for a week. Yeah. We'll die. And when she was like the one girl, like especially was saying about how she hadn't eaten yeah so on top of being really cold and tired she also was hungry so there's all these things that are playing into your like your mental health and your mental well-being and how you're gonna process this this uh panic and this emergency situation like how you would actually process what's going on so Yeah, so that one had me thinking like, okay, if this was a situation that I found myself in, how would I do it? The first thing is the is the jump. 
you and I were both on the same page. Like the straight leg jump. No, that's not something <laughs> you do. How that else could you hard do it? No. And you and I debated this for a bit because it's like, I feel like I would be more inclined to try and propel myself on an angle somehow. So that if I did break something, like maybe it'd be my arm, but I can still walk. Yeah. So it's like at least as long as my legs aren't broken and I can still walk, then whatever else, as soon as I get help, then it can get taken care of. But I have to actually be able to be useful once I hit the ground and I can't be useful if my legs are broken. Yeah. I think what I would do is dangle off of the chairlift to get rid of as much distance as possible. Mm Mm-hmm. And then kind of swing and like get a little bit of a trajectory to try to be able to roll out of it. Even if I can't do a perfect tuck and roll. Yeah. But like some sort of tumble out of it. Right. Because, you know, the the dead stop of just dropping straight down, it's going to fuck you over no matter how you hit. Mm-hmm. But if you can get the angle like we were talking about and keep the momentum, then yeah. you're not coming to that dead stop. It's putting less stress on your body. Yeah, you still might break something, but it's not like, you know, right? just a dead drop to shatter your legs. And then here's the parts of the movies that I guess I just naturally have the most issue with because it's just so convenient. Yeah. The predators. Right. In fall, there was the vultures. And they kind of tease it at the beginning like it's eat or be eaten. And then in the end, she ends up like punching it and like eating Eating it, it. which is disgusting. Like, congrats. You've just died of salmonella. Or something else. Like vultures, they live off of dead things. Like the the way that they are just designed as a creature to be able to deal with all the disease that comes from eating dead things. There's no way that a human being could eat a raw vulture and not get yeah. sick, well, like violently. I'm Ill. sure that their bodies process most of that shit into one disgusting vulture shits. But it's still around but, on them. And then out, and like they have more or less regular meat underneath the dirty ass feathers. But you're right. I can't imagine that their bodies process all of it. There has to be some sort of toxin in their meat from eating rancid meat. Yes. Well, and because they're stomach acid. Like we, on our honeymoon, there was like a bird person there. And they (laughs) had, they had a vulture. And they were talking about how like corrosive their stomach acid is. Yeah. Because it has to eat through all the like. bacteria and and stuff of roadkill so it's like i would imagine that they can survive with all this stuff because of all the stomach acid but i would think that still the surroundings they are not a clean bird i wouldn't think with what they are living around and why wouldn't they just regurgitate some stomach acid on her and she would just be (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure that is a defense of theirs. Someone's fighting me. Barf. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure they do regurgitate stomach acid. I remember that from that thing. Yeah. The whole vulture, it's nuts. And it's a big bird. It's a strong bird. Yeah. And you are on such a limited space. And you are weak and just delusional from being up in the heat for so long. 
Yeah, I think for me it's the fact that vultures, they're big birds, but they aren't going to pick a fight with a live human. Yeah. Like there's a dead Especially, one right there. Yeah, there was a dead one right below and there's plenty on that carcass for it to eat for days. Absolutely. So, so like, it would have no reason to fight Then that her. that brings me to the shark. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing is there is a whale carcass there. Yeah. That is so much meat and nutrients for the shark. The th- a thing that I saw when I was spoiling the movie for myself is there would be absolutely no reason for it to not be at the shark all or at the whale all the time. Mm-hmm. She could just go from the rock, swim casually back into shore, and she would never even see the shark. Yeah. Or the fact that there's a whale carcass, probably going to bring a shark. Any novice or more surfer would say, that's a sign for me to get the fuck out of the water. Yeah. See, I don't know why... And it never really explained it. Like, I don't know if she was, like, wanting to see what the birds were doing. Yeah. I don't know why she went to the whale carcass in the first place. And she, she didn't act as though she could smell it until she was right next to it. I know. And I'm sure that if there was a massive, rotting whale carcass in the you water. You could smell that from the beach. You, yeah, you'd smell that from the shore. Like, that'd be disgusting. Yeah. You just get the wind blowing the right way, and that's enough to make you vomit, I would think. Yeah. Mix that with the fact that this shark held such a grudge for her for no reason. Yeah. And like, sure, maybe it was angry because it had this hook in its face, but like, sharks don't do that. No, and there were so many times that when she was fighting the shark off, that she had injured it. That yeah, she stabbed it with a like a step. She like it burned its face on that coral. Yeah. She shot it with some flares. There are so many times that I'm just like, there's no way that at this point, predator or not, I don't think that it would keep pursuing this living thing that is actively fighting against it and hurting it when, there's a when there is an available yeah. meal just not that far away. Yeah, That's the thing. Predators, especially big predators, live off of energy preservation to meal ratios yeah what's the least amount of energy i can use to get the most meal mm-hmm. well this whale carcass that i don't need to fucking do anything for yeah or this small tiny little human that keeps hurting me and evading me somehow like even just the fact that sharks have to constantly swim yeah. And she was on that rock for, I mean, at least 12 hours longer than she should have been by tide standards. Like the hours and hours of that shark just circling mm-hmm. is not worth a human sized meal. Yeah. So it, it's baffling. The only thing that I could see a shark putting in this amount of energy for is if it was fighting off another shark who was trying to take that territory, take that free meal. Yeah, or if 
there was no whale, but this shark was starving. Yeah. And it couldn't get anything. Like, it's just the different points of the story that don't add up. Mm-hmm. And then there is the friggin' con- most convenient wolves in the world. Yeah, in, in Frozen. In Frozen. They, my favorite was the whole setup of what would be the worst way to die. Uh, like, oh, if you saw a shark coming, but it's like you see it coming. It's not like it just jawsed you and came from up below. You saw it and you had that fear. And it's like, well, that's obviously foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Dude falls, shatters his legs. Then you hear the how. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's convenient that once this guy falls, we hear it. Yeah. It's like they could have had the wolf howl earlier. And they could have talked about how, but what about the, if there's wolves? And it's like, ah, they're probably way off. Why would they be at the ski resort? And then they are at the ski resort? I guess. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see more wolf or like predator talk. I feel like then that would just make it even more predictable. Um, There was, which I never, I never noticed. You pointed it out in the lodge area. There was a missing persons poster and you were like, oh, is that like foreshadowing something? And I was like, having seen the movie before, I was like, I don't even remember. Like, I don't remember seeing this poster. I don't remember what this missing person has to do with anything. Like, as far as I remember... Nothing is ever mentioned about no, a missing there person. Was nothing mentioned about missing people. So I have no idea what the point of that poster was, except for maybe that was your foreshadowing to wolves must have gotten that person. Maybe. I don't know. If you just put A, a and B together, yeah, you like, got C. I don't like know. It could've, the fact that there are wolves out here and wolves are a big part of the story Nothing is mentioned of them earlier. There could have just been a sign in the lodge. It was like, yeah, uh, be careful when the sun goes down. Wolves Wolves. could come out. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't even care about the first initial wolf attack. It was the second one. Yeah. Because the second that he, the second guy starts to like shimmy himself across the wire, like the cables of the yeah. the lift. You see a wolf run underneath. The, yeah, the wolf is just there. It's like one, they just ate. <laughs> so it's like I I get that like a person compared to like a deer isn't the same amount of meat. And if you have a whole pack, okay, maybe they're still a little hungry. But the second that he's out of the chair, the wolves are just there. And it's like yeah, how'd you know? And the fact that it's like they were this clear and present danger. Then they were gone. Yeah. It's not even like every once in a while you saw the wolf run by. Right. Like to indicate they are still there. Yeah. It's like they were gone. We've forgotten about them. And then he, the second his feet leave, wolf. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, there's a wolf classic. And then the thing that, that bothered me about that was like, so he's, you have this scene where he's like fighting the wolves off and it's like, okay, like. You know, he hits them with his ski pole and it hurts and it runs, the wolves run off. And then he gets, he sits on a snowboard and starts to go down the hill, which like common sense, I think with 
a pack animal especially, you turn your back on that animal and start going at a speed away from it, it's going to chase you. Yeah. It's going to want to chase you. It's just like those hyenas we saw at the zoo. Mm -hmm. It sees that thing running away and it's like, okay, this is a game now. I'm going to get that. Yeah. And it's like that to me is like, that's just Don't let common hunters sense. hunt. Yeah. You're just giving them a game. You're making yourself game. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that was dumb. And then I was like, I don't remember if he gets away or not. I would think not. You've got wolves chasing you now. You're not going to outrun a wolf. For me, I'm like, that's Sean Ashmore. He was freaking Bobby Drake in the X-Men. He's got to get away. See, he's one of those actors that's like he's familiar and like everybody knows him, especially back then. Yeah. Um, But he also didn't really do much, you know? Like he was in those movies. He was a recognizable face. Yeah. But then what happened to him? <laughs> like he wasn't somebody that people talked about at the same capacity as like Chris Evans. It's true. So it's just weird. Or even like Zac Efron. Yeah. For me, the reason I thought he, I thought it was going to be a fake out. I thought it's like he went and then we don't see from him again. Mm -hmm. And I thought it's like, you're going to presume he has gotten got, mm -hmm. but he's actually going to come through it. Maybe like after she gets out and away, he comes back and is like, Where'd she go? Or something like that. See, what I think would make it better, which still, it wouldn't make it like the best thing ever, but I think what <laughs> would have made the wolf component a little better was mm -hmm. he runs off, gets away. His hands are all bloody and gross. And like maybe he hurts himself jumping off the pole or something. Yeah. And so he's like hobbling away with a limp or I don't know. He's running away. Wolves are not anywhere to be seen. So he's not getting chased by a wolf or anything. But then she starts to think, you know, he was injured. Maybe he fell, got hurt. I don't know. Again, panic, hunger, all these things start to set in. She's like, the chair was also starting to fall. So she was very limited in her time and how long she could sit in that chair at this point. Yeah. So I think he gets away, not even concerned about the wolves. Then she has to be like, okay, he's not coming back for me. And... I am going to fall out of this chair soon if I don't figure out how I'm going to get out of the chair on my own. Mm -hmm. So she gets out of the chair the way that she does. She is also really injured. She's all bloody on her hand from getting it stuck to the pole. Yeah. And um, like, what if the wolves were more present then and are kind of like she's fighting with the wolves and then he comes back with help? Yeah. And then the wolves get kind of scared off by the larger quantities maybe it's a snowmobile i don't know someone comes up to get them and then that because the thing that bothers me about the other guy also getting eaten by wolves is just like it felt cheap because the last guy was eaten by wolves and like yeah he broke his legs but still yeah and that guy foreshadowed it by saying i would hate to die being eaten by something that i see and fear yes and then he did and I really liked how they did that with the whole, like, don't let her look. Like, he accepted that he was going to yeah. die and didn't want his girlfriend and, to yeah, see him. Yeah, how he saw the wolves coming, got back onto the lift, and just, like, grabbed her head and didn't let her look. Yeah. Like, that, that was a really good scene. Yeah. 
it was very suspenseful. It was it had a lot of emotion to it. Yeah. And it was a very like raw performance. But then the second wolf thing was kind of it just felt cheap at that Especially point. Especially because you didn't see it. No. It was just like Implied. he's gone and then when she's going down the mountain later she stumbles across them. Yeah. Which she's staring the wolves in the eyes at this point. And they're just like, oh, yeah, I guess you can go. I cared so much about these last two. But like you, you're fine. You can go. Yeah. Which seemed really weird because it's like, I don't know why they would be back that soon unless it was a massive pack that they were feeding and that just wasn't enough food. But then in that case, you have another bloody human who is already just like hobbling, crawling away. Why wouldn't you just... Unless yeah, it just, just wasn't fun because it was too. I don't think wolves are worried about the fun. Like, yeah. yeah, quick kill it. And then you have all this meat. Yeah. So I don't know. It just felt weird and it felt cheap at that point. So they all have their own flaws. Let's be honest. <laughs> like they're not the best movies. Nobody's no. like. And I feel like the genre itself of we are stuck to this one specific location. I think of a few more. There's one where Colin Farrell's in a phone booth. I don't know that one. And there's like a a gun pointed at him and he can't leave or hang up. And I don't remember what they have, what the point of it is. But it's like a whole movie where he is stuck in a phone booth. Mm. So it's like there's a whole lot of movies of we are in this one place. And they're all restricted to... We're in this one place. Yeah. So it's like you do what you can with this one place. Try to pick places that are fun and interesting. Right. Like the, the ski lift was pretty neat. The 2,000 foot tall tower was pretty cool because then you had the views. You had the interaction of there's somebody right below us, but that's 2,000 feet away. They cannot hear us. Yeah. And there's the stuck on a rock where the people at the beach can't really understand you. Plus, you're in a place where you don't speak the language. Yeah. So then the guy just tries to steal your shit. Like, I still don't get why he started walking out into the water. He wanted to steal the surfboard. Okay. Because I was like, he's just got that new phone that he just stole, put in his pocket, and then he proceeded to walk into yep. the water with it in his yep. pocket. So yeah. I'm like, no, he uh, he went out to get the surfboard. And then he started to go back. And then he got ripped in half. When you're drunk, and like, let's be honest, he wasn't in the best shape to begin <laughs> with. How are you going to carry that surfboard? Like, realistically. The thing is... Were there no shark and f- she was just like hurt out there? Yeah. Um, He probably would have taken it, tried to carry all the stuff, realized he couldn't and just left it. Because I've never carried a surfboard before. They're quite large. Yeah. And I've carried like, like other things similar to that. They're heavy. Surfboard surfboards like they're not like I I know you see them running with it under their arm and blah 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 but they're also very you know they're athletes so it's like I don't really think about it when they're doing that all the time and they're out on the water but a guy who isn't used to carrying it who is also drunk is yeah I feel like that would be like pretty difficult to do yeah 
Yeah. So, like, what the hell, guy? Like, you, you had no business trying to carry a surfboard. Yeah. It's just so funny. I mean, really, I'm just thinking, like, for everybody who's listening, what are other preferably good movies where somebody is stuck in a place, got to get out of that place, Oh no, I can't get out of this place. What am I going to do? I'm stuck in this place. Oh no, there's a thing keeping me in this place. Movies. Let me know. Thank you so much for joining us this week at the Bees Knees Podcast. If you haven't already, please download this episode and we will talk to you next week.